Congratulations on being a father. Oh, don't say that to me. Oh, I don't know what that means. You do very well as a dad. Uh, thank you. And you do very well as a mom. How does that make you feel if I tell you you do well as a father? I mean, I'll be honest, as a newly father, it scares the living Jesus out of me when someone says that. Well. But I appreciate it, sure. Welcome back to Fighting on the Stairs, episode six. We should really get a chime or something. Yeah. Anyway, we talk about, some of you might have guessed it already, expectations on mothers and fathers and how that feels. And what, if you're just like a newly what, parent. What, no, what is this expectation? I think it's what does that look like from... The inside and from the outside, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the mismatch sometimes between certain things and how, how I really want to talk about how different the expectations can be on a male parent and a female parent. Yeah. And like our experiences with it and what we expect it to happen, what kind of surprised us. Yeah. And I think we've already mentioned, yes, we, we now have a baby, so... Yeah, yes. Yeah, she, she's, she's been around for a while. We, we just obviously didn't get to we, record a podcast because, we, you know... We didn't plan it, and uh, we but we successfully, I guess, achieved the purpose of sex, so... <laughs> congratulations to us. Congratulations on the fact that our bits work, I guess. <laughs> it's, 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 it, that's, uh, that's really, I think we talked about this that's in, the previous, takeaway. in the previous episode when we talked about the unexpected pregnancy that it's so weird that people congratulate you of getting pregnant because it's like, I know maybe for some people it's difficult. Uh, a, a more difficult journey and I don't want to be dismissive of that, but still at the end of the day, it's like semen meets egg. It's like sex without contraception led to this. Yes, we were very, very not planning this, but we love anyway, our child. this like we ha- we already had an episode about this whole unexpected yeah. um, surprise. Anyway, but today today is all about the expectations of being a mother and a father, and what is seen, what is I guess applauded from the outside, and how that really look, how that looks from the outside and on the inside, in in terms of the experience of it. So, babe, what's your experience so far in terms of being a mother? What is it like for you? Routines, how you know how are how are our lives divided now? I think actually it's easier than I expected it to be for most parts. And fight on the stairs are lying now. <laughs> no, let me elaborate. I think keeping a human alive successfully, she's happy most of the time. Looking after a tiny little human being feels easier than what I previously thought because I never like. I never really was in touch with babies that much. I haven't changed a nappy before I got her, like all of these things. So I was very worried about that. I was like, how do you keep another human being who's so helpless alive? So that goes very well. Uh, The only thing um, 
that is a lot harder than expected is for me is the sleep deprivation that being said i think she's not the worst sleeper but she's like to get this constant interruption of sleep every four hours yeah for like three months now that just really got to me more than i expected it i think from my side um I think everybody I think a lot of things that people really downplay especially movies and things like that they downplay the idea everybody oh you expect a lot of sleepless nights and so you're like you know I mean the baby falls asleep so you fall asleep so you, you, you think you get all the hours the problem isn't that the baby doesn't fall asleep and you don't fall and the problem isn't that the baby don't fall asleep and you don't fall asleep it's more the idea that like it is what you said it's the interruption of sleep and it's sort of and it's this kind of stage where you you, you, you the baby sleeps you then have to then almost immediately try to do the same yeah I think this is also what I underestimated of course you're tired so it is possible to fall asleep when the baby sleeps but it's also like you can't instantly shut down maybe yeah. when the baby falls asleep because you have other things to do you're in the middle of something or you your body just might not be in the stage to fall asleep and you need another like extra 30 minutes or an hour to fall asleep which then means oh instead of getting four hours of sleep I only get three hours because then my baby will wake up again and I do think at the end of the day I don't think that we or I get less sleep in total amount of hours than pre-baby but the problem is that it's never a consecutive eight solid hours hours of sleep yeah and And I didn't expect this to be the get to me that much yes (laughs) and that is the thing that really gets to you because you sort of and but but in terms of how I I guess our um, household is divided at the moment you have uh, maternity leave I don't so I work full I can't I can't I can right now work full time and somebody does the night shift so my girlfriend is a champion <laughs> for doing that because that is so because when I when I do it sometimes on the weekend even then it's just hard and I go through the grueling pain of it so <laughs> I think it's also this kind of I, I appreciate and system that. thank you you're welcome I, but I think it's also this like routine and system that you just develop like if someone would have told me three months ago like just shortly before birth um, how we will manage this now and how how we handle everything I probably like couldn't really see myself doing this because it's very it's like surreal or it was very surreal to me before she was here to yes. even imagine life with her um, because as I said babies were such a like distant thing yes yeah um i mean even now i i've you i see other people's kids and i'm like ugh. (laughs) do you not know that you can give that thing away (laughs) i mean i don't mean that but i just mean that like you know i can right now i feel like i can only be the parent to this specific child because it's it's her. it's her it's it's the it's my child it's her it, it's her alone but if somebody but if if, I, if if somebody was to say to me here take my child 
now you must be the father to it. I must go off and try to find myself because I just can't do it. Like, <laughs> mate, I've got one in the car already, mate. I, I can't be dealing with somebody else's baggage. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I think this is exactly what I mean. Like, you get used to your child. Like, yeah. Even if you're not a baby lover before that, even yeah. if you're not the kind of person who always needs to peek into other babies' prams and stuff like this to watch their babies, even if you're not that person, you'll be able to do it with your child because it's your child. You're constantly around them you like get to know their it, it's a it's a it's a it's a mix of you getting to know her and she and or she also, him mm. he or she getting to know you and totally. it's not and it's not so much that and it's, and it's a process like it's yeah all, they change constantly yes and so therefore you kind of have this weird noise of like just oh yeah you, you want one one day for for several weeks you have one trick that works and you're like yes I've got this down and then the, then you know the inevitable day will come when suddenly she's caught up to you he or she's caught up to your tricks <laughs> and now daddy needs to adapt and get to get, get a new bunch of tricks but yeah but moving back to the point I think obviously uh, in terms of in terms of obviously in terms of my side um, I think parenting is easier because you right now you carry a lot, uh, a lot of the heavy load in terms of uh, you look after her during the day because during the day do the night feeding because you are on maternity leave and so I come home I'm still tired and stuff and I try to do what I can try to be there as much as I can and just to get enough of that good sugary love from my ch- uh, from my child as she dribbles all over me um and so yeah so from uh, on that side for me I'm like whoa you, a lot of people I think people ask me oh I, I think people sometimes say oh do you, you look like you know what you're doing I was like, I'll be honest I, I know what I know at the moment but it's also like a lot of it is down to the fact that my girlfriend does the heavy load this is the truth for me I get but on the flip side of that I have to work and stuff like that of course I think there are multiple um, different tasks that come together when it's about like family structures and family systems and in a way childcare of course I definitely am the the main the main uh, child carer now right now like the, the main provider for her but um, in in the fact that you go to the office every day <laughs> you earn us money you know like which is also a part of it's maybe not that obvious to be like childcare or whatever but it contributes to that you know like I think it's all essential parts um, and but I, I do think that sometimes because the the workload is not it is split unevenly at the moment yeah. it can it can cause uh, on my end and I told you this like some jealousy maybe sometimes that I, I told you that I, I can get very jealous when I feed her at night and I look <laughs> to your side and you sleep happily sometimes I get frustrated with um yeah with how how the tasks are split up but, and I think this is for me it's an important part to acknowledge it that it's, it's not all roses and sunshine all the time yeah. like you have to figure out your system your structure your routine and you know and the idea is because uh, on the on the flip side of that for me is that like I then have to wake up in early morning oh, yeah, totally. go to work and I come and it's like I some and I um, when I on the week and for me I think I've, I've said this to you as well that on the weekend and I get I get to be daddy daddy do right kind of thing and uh, 
and I, you know, I get to be my child. I get to bond. I get to all do all these things. She gets to know me. She, we get to have all this interaction and stuff. And then Monday, come Monday, I'm back to sleep, having to sleep, and then going off to work and coming back. And then by Thursday, it just feels like I don't know my child anymore. Like suddenly, I, I can't get anything right. I, yeah, the, 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 you know, she barely wants me. She just wants. She just keeps looking at my girlfriend to Nina to look after to to, to look after. Her, to take her to do all these things and then I get and because I'm still t- because I go to work and, and I'm tired and kind of thing I'm just like I get frustrated and it's like and you, and you just feel like I just spent all that energy on the weekend trying to bond with my child and get to know her and all that yeah. goes out the window and so I just feel I and you just feel like oh I'm losing all this precious time with my daughter and stuff like that so definitely yeah. I think it's a good point like to see the two different sides that we have at the moment um, and I think what helps me sometimes to remind myself when I may be a bit frustrated or, or jealous or whatever that I that I tell myself, oh but he also has his part you know he, he is also the, the the things that he's maybe jealous for lack of a better word you know what I mean mm-hmm. like things that he's jealous of or things that he like misses out on yeah. things that have changed for him you know uh, and I think that sometimes like helps me to, to see like the bigger picture and just not yeah. sometimes I can get, a bit, get can get lost a little bit in this like um like I feel like the workload is so hard and I have to think about everything you know what I mean yeah and um, this is where I'm also like yeah no I do, I do get that and I do understand that and um uh, yeah, it's just, for me, it's just frustrating, and especially it can be frustrating when you see these sides and everything. But I think the I think the thing about it is, is that like sometimes you, you when you get when people give you these questions and or maybe not these questions, but when you come across these questions, that people are like, oh, I you know, there's this split and everything, and it's like everybody tries to act like, well, it's a very easy split, and I, like I do this, and we we fit into the stereotypical roles of man makes money, wife wife makes home. Or, or girlfriend makes home whatever and looks after baby and therefore this is suddenly the the, the, the split it's not so much we w- even wanted to fall into this split it's more the idea what was the what was what was the uh, preferable t- uh, task d- uh, dividends to us I mean when oh, and I think also like what we need to mention is I'm on maternity right, leave right now but it's yeah. only two more weeks and then I will go part time back to work yeah. as well which will bring a new change into the whole system and we need to figure out how that works again for us you know yeah. so that's what I mean it's a, it's a constant change, change ad- 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 adaptation of course I will still I will only work part time so I will still be around her more, more. than you so yeah. like the night feeds that will still be my duty and you will still like look after her more on the weekends so that will like this will not change that much but also she will be uh, at her grandparents two days a week and that adds a a completely new component to it yeah I suppose I I guess I guess my question to you is what has what what, uh, what did you find was difficult at the beginning that you sort of kind of now are like it's oh okay it's not as hard as it anymore oh it's definitely calming her calming her down I mean she was also a bad sleeper in like the first month of her life not a bad sleeper but she had a hard time fall, to fall asleep like we would sing for her we would walk up and down our tiny living room like sing songs for her yeah. whatever rock her to sleep endlessly um 
and that like combined with all the postpartum issues <laughs> I was just like oh my god this is so hard and she would cry and her face was red and she was screaming and I was like oh my god she's clearly asking for help and we don't know what to do oh and this just like after five weeks of her life I would say five six weeks um, that just changed and yeah. she I think she has calmed down a lot like I feel she's She's like, okay, you know what? I tried living on this planet and now it's not that bad anymore. Because I feel like the first few weeks, they're just overwhelmed of like leaving the uterus. That's just what it is. But now she's, I do think she's very easy to handle. I don't know if she has become easier or we've gotten better, but I just like, one of the, the things I'm most proud of is that I think most of the time when she's upset, I can just like- Understand a bit Lift more. her up, yeah. have her on my shoulder and she instantly calms down a bit. Yeah. And I know, what what it might be and and, I, and Tony finally figured out the trick to that now so no more daddy hold <laughs> well still daddy hold when when needed but the, Tony finally figured out that because this is one of the things I got jealous of obviously you get to hold her and she gets to give you a nice hug on the shoulder and dribble all over you and you're like oh sweet dribble and then whereas, whereas when I used to do it she was like no no I don't like the, I, I, you know the hold you, you, you won't get me this way mate that's, that's how it is and yeah, and I think also what what is important to, to figure out is that some things might work for the mother that will not work for the father and vice versa or for any other like person who looks after them and it's very easy to lose yourself into comparison or in like almost a competition of like yeah. with whom she calms down quicker or like whatever, who, who gets to change the diaper quicker or all this kind of bullshit. And I think it's very easy to lose yourself into that. But it's, it's so, and we had this conversation about this. It's like, we need, yeah. to, <laughs> we need to make the most out of it. We need to be like, okay. Um, it's a team if, effort, if, not if, an individual. If you hold her like on her, her like, <laughs> I don't even know how to The football it. hold. Yeah, if you if you have her in the football hold, yeah. for everyone who doesn't know what that is, just Google it. And she calms down instantly. Like, we need to make use of that. And I'm just like a lot, like she's a lot more comfortable with me putting her in her pajamas and her sleeping bag. Yes. So let's, let's not even like force it, but you have to do it. Like I just do it. And we just like, yes. we, we're a team. And I think that's, a, a main takeaway that I have from these first three months of parenting is like focus on that like we're a team we're working together uh, we're not working against you against me, me and, and it's also not us against the baby no, yeah, it's, it's like we're just we're all trying to survive this thing to survive this thing as <laughs> convenient as possible <laughs> yeah and but then you know but then it's also like I, I guess but then sometimes, but then it's also like sometimes I see how, I guess I see how hard you work and stuff like that, and I'm always and I, and and I, I see how hard you work sometimes, baby. And it's also like I'm just like, oh my god, I need to always do. I need to do more. I need to push more. I need to help more. I need to do all these things more. And it kind of ends up with the situation that happened the other night, where you know you were like. Do you need me to get up a mirror and I was sarcastically saying oh yeah that'd be great kind of thing and you got up and then I'm trying to calm her down and then <laughs> you come in to help me and I was like no you go to bed yeah I, mean, no, I think this has happened on both ends like I think we're both maybe petty 
and it's also like we both I think very often it's also like we're both trying to help each other but we also both like feel like we're doing a lot so <laughs> it's just like it's normal and then you add sleep deprivation and a lot of like pressure <laughs> to the whole thing and then it's, it's but it's normal and um I think what also helps me with a lot of things with her, not just with uh, the challenging of like mother and father roles, but also with her development and stuff, is to just remind myself that everything is temporary with a child. Like, I think I said it a lot. It's like, if there are difficult moments and she won't let you sleep, whatever, you know, it will pass. Like, they mm. develop so quickly they're just going through a lot and that will that it will not be like this forever but it's also like this with the happy moments you know like it's, everything is temporary and that sometimes helps it helps me a lot sometimes in difficult moments with her yeah and um I'll be honest, I, I, I do not have that kind of, like, stable mindset. I'm like, oh, my God, this little shit. Why won't you go to sleep? And then I'm like, okay, okay, Tony, don't throw out, don't throw out the window. Don't throw out the window. Don't throw out the window. No, 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 no. Oh, oh okay. Good. Oh, you know, and then you have to try and find that inner that inner peace inside of you to really get through that, uh, that moment. <laughs> Because I think I think the key I think the key thing here is that like sometimes one person needs to take the burden away from the other person so that the next round the other person has rested enough yeah. so that they they can handle that bigger lot part of the burden in a much better way than the other and I think that's something that you that we kind of really do well yeah and it's like there is no point in both parents being uh, sleep deprived yeah both parents being exhausted both parents being like very um what do you say uh thin-skinned is that yeah yeah um <laughs> a german word yeah thin, no thin-skinned yeah um there is no point in that so this is why we came up with okay i do the night shifts because i don't have to go to the office the next day um and on the but, weekend. but also on the weekend or in the evening i like expect you to, 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 to do more yeah, and that's that just kind of happens naturally yeah. so and that's fine and i guess so i guess i guess to to, to really ramp around off back back off the the, the 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 whole point of this podcast thing is that like the question here was um i guess how what is the the perspectives of that from the inside and then the outside and i guess so now, a lot about the inside, inside yeah you guys from, basically know our sleep routine yeah you know you know you're expecting somebody looking out the window aha i knew they slept like this <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh and I'm like, Quinn, don't look at the man. Don't look at the man. They just, they just, they just, they, they soon go away. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's, let's talk about the... Oh, from the outside, yeah. I guess, I think your best, I think your best example that you gave me the other day was, you know, when you, you see a, you see, you, you see a mother in, uh, in the shopping center and the child's just losing his shit and it's just like, and everybody gets to look, everybody's gawking and looking and, and she's just fed up. She doesn't know what to do and stuff and everybody's just judging her immediately mm -hmm. saying oh oh my god what a bad mother what can she she, she doesn't even have control of her own child and you're like and and he's and the other and the major parties you you see into the window not really into the life <laughs> you yeah. know and, yeah and i think a good example for that's like when i realized that was when so our baby had her first vaccinations which, uh, spoiler alert, can cause them to cry a lot and to sleep a lot. 
uh, our baby decided to first cry a lot and then sleep a lot. And she decided to cry a lot whilst we were on the train to Zurich. And when I say cry a lot, I mean the demon screaming type of crying. But, yeah, <laughs> everybody knew that there was, and everybody knew Quinn that 15, day. Yeah, it's a 15 minutes uh, train ride and she was basically screaming the whole time. Um, and obviously people were watching. Obviously, I mean, I you know, I do even understand it. Like crying babies on public places are annoying, but that was just the way it was, right? Mm. And there was nothing we could do. Oh, you handled that well, I didn't. Yeah, but there was nothing we could do to like calm her. Like I changed her diaper in the middle of the train because like no one would give, give us the seat. Uh, the toilet was blocked, so I had to change her like in the in the pram in in, in the entryway of the yeah, train basically. Yeah, yeah. And I tried to calm her down as much as we could, but like there was not much we could do because they're obviously in pain. They have a light fever and stuff like this. And I think if someone saw us. Not knowing anything, they might be like, oh my God. They are bad parents. They are bad parents. Their child is screaming for 15 minutes. Like, they, they, they rock her. They, like, um, have her in the pram. They do all these things, but nothing works. So, obviously, they don't know what they're doing. But if you knew, oh, this morning she had her first injections, yeah. you know? Those are, those are, like, six different vaccinations in her two legs. She's only two months old at a time. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. Obviously, she will be in pain and she will be a bit grumpy. Totally. It's absolutely understandable. Uh, but obviously, uh, no one knew the bigger picture apart from us. And, and, and this kind of like made me realize you only to see like a tiny fraction room, yeah. of what, what the situation actually is. Yeah, and I guess I guess for me the other way, and then there's and then there's the flip side of it, which is maybe more the more uh, the prevalent side is um, when. Well, I guess when you do parental things and people observe it, good parental things that people other people observe as well, well, you know, good motherly duties and things, and people are like, well, she's just a good, she's just a person. She's just gen- fulfilling her motherly duties. She's just fulfilling her motherly duties, but me. I, I that you've observed, you know, I I change a diaper one time. Oh my god, he's a he's such an amazing father. He's so attentive, and it's like, yes, of course I'm attentive. It's my bloody child. What else am I gonna do? Yeah. You know, was the you know, and I, I and in a way, it's I I don't know whether it, it's a compliment. It, it it is given as a compliment, and it is a compliment. But then it's other. But then when you deeply look into it, it also feels like an insult. Like you know, as a person, and I expected to, to be worse. Certainly. <laughs> And then, but on the other side of it, it's also like, it, it, but on the other side of it, it's also like, well, m- uh, my lovely girlfriend, everything she does, she does all, she goes, she does all these things behind the scenes and stuff, and and they, and people will come and visit and I guess see us, whatever. I do one thing one time. Oh, Tony's a great Tony. Tony, wow, such an attentive father and stuff. And it's like, well, throughout the day, my girlfriend has basically handled a good sixty percent of all this thing. You see, you come in and you see yeah. me this one moment and suddenly oh wow, wow wow amazing it's like I appreciate that but at the end of the day I also think you know there is there is a thing where it should just people should I think people should just you know people never really acknowledge the fact that like you know when you're when you're doing something as a good parent it's just it's nice to hear that be it whether male but whether mother or mother or father yeah I think there are many layers to it and it's like first of all I I'm equally surprised but not surprised with this. 
like I'm not surprised in the way of like I know like patriarchal <laughs> structures blah 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 and that like mothers get judged a lot harsher I knew all of that but then also it's like 2022 so <laughs> I was like come on so I'm still I was still a bit surprised that so many people will still say this and, yeah. then, and then it's also like I'm not but then you know America wrong. yeah <laughs> not getting to it. <laughs> there you go, you know what I mean? No, but I mean, it, there's nothing, and I, I want to be very clear on this, there's nothing wrong with telling a father, oh, wow, you're doing a really good job. And I, I do think when people say this about you, it's meant as a compliment, and I, I do agree with them that you do a good job as a father. And it's but nice it's just to get like, praised for it, it's yes. It's just like, um, so my... <laughs> Am I not doing a good job yeah. as a mother? Yes. Because, I mean, there, people have mentioned it. I, I also need to be. Like, it's not like everyone told me. Like, no one told me. People told me I do a good job as well. But I just feel like it's always highlighted more for you. Um, and it's, 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 Which, is, I, I which guess, is the thing. I guess it's weird feelings of, like, I agree with them. But then I also feel frustrated because I feel unseen. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. But then, uh, I guess so. And it's but like, and I agree with you. It can also be this insulting. Yeah. Like, what did you expect him? Did you expect Tony to be a worse father, or do you just in general expect fathers to be, be like not the best take caretakers the best, of their child? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think it's, it it's, like, it's a very like if you just hear it, it, it seems like a very harmless statement. Yeah. But then like if you. <laughs> Dig into it. You just like, feel like there were so many layers to it. Yeah, it's the, and and I guess it's the way that you can just be like, well, you know, I appreciate the thought and then appreciate. I do you know what? It's always nice to hear the words. It's always nice for people to praise you for that. But then, but it's all. But when it's highlighted like individuals and stuff, then it's like, oh. But if when they, if, I think I only, I think I always tend to resonate better when people say, oh, you guys look like yeah. you're doing a good job. I re, I like when people say you guys. I, I don't like it when, that. but when people say, "Oh, Tony's actually doing it," and then I'm like, "Yeah, or I have it, especially like why?" I think people, many people have told us in general that the both of us are doing great, but it's it's very often in situations when I'm like, when you're not even there and I'm alone with someone, and they ask like, "Oh, so uh, Tony also like Tony is also doing so well, right? Does he also he does also do the nappy changes, right?" And it's like, "Yeah, but." No offense, I don't think he deserves a pat on the back for that. <laughs> don't get me wrong, it's good that you do it, but it's also like but is it, but he's a child. Because but, but this is the thing that always confuses me because even like because obviously even when women was in the hospital, um they were you know Yes, yes that's yes. when it started. <laughs> yes, so guys, we were in the hospital, right? <laughs> and the midwife comes, obviously it was a bit of a di- difficult uh, delivery. Explain the room. Explain the room. Okay, so we have a <clears throat> so-called family room, which provided a nice hospital bed for me as the mother, uh, and a foldable bed for Tony as the father. And this foldable bed was like... It wasn't even really expected, so they had to bring in it. It wasn't prepared no, to be there already. No, 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 because they just expected him to be around, but then go back home. And they kept asking us. We stayed in the hospital for, what, three days? Yeah. And they kept asking us, oh, is he staying one more night? Is he staying one more night? And I, was like, I, did, I did not even like, know they were he, always... He will stay for the whole time. We, we paid extra to get a family room. But even then, like, what I wanted to say is... Um, so the first 
I think one, one and a half days, the midwife did all the nappy changes because I was not able to get out of bed and stuff. And then this midwife would come in and say, oh, and you were, I think you were on the toilet or something. You were not there. And she was like, oh, I can, I can show you now how to do the nappy changes. And um, she showed me and stuff. And then I was just like, it's so weird. Like she could have shown you actually before she showed me, because obviously you were up on your feet and I was not able to get up. So I was like, that's so interesting. And what was weird to me though was well, the thing that was also kind of funny is that like, I, felt, I felt like I had to sneak watch this because I remember it was in the middle of the night that she was like, oh, I'm about to do, go and do the diapers. And I was like, oh, I'll come with you mm. and just to see how you do it and stuff. And, it, because, and it was this weird thing where I was like, and I, was, I think this is why I always say, I think this is why I always say to my friend, to our friends who are about to have babies and stuff. And um, that basically, I think the best, uh, the best choice I made as a becoming father, I guess, was um, to, to opt in to do the premium, even though it was torture. <laughs> For the room, the, the room was torture, not necessarily. Yeah, even it, it, the whole event was not the best for me, but. We're not getting to yeah, this episode. The, the, but I would say the best choice I did make was to obviously be, um, to obviously. To stay in the family room. To stay in the family room and stuff, because then instead of. I think what I was saying is instead of Nina learning all the things that she needs to know to look after our child by herself and then coming home and then and then having to want a bed rest but then also having to teach me all these things I learned it firsthand as well and I was able to pick up these things um, quickly enough to kind of be able to change it and Nina could at least get some form of rest um, I think it's interesting when I talk with friends of mine from other countries it seems to be like the most normal thing ever well, to have a family room and for the for the husband boyfriend partner whatever to stay there with no not at all no I have like I have lots of like people from abroad not living in Switzerland who are like oh you so you spoke to so how many people did you speak to of our of our friends um that um that basically said oh it was normal for a father to stay in hospital but this was like no one who lives in Switzerland like I know it from a friend from Canada that's a very yeah I, I know about her I know it from a friend in the US that it's um a normal but again but, but again you see it's it's an opt-in option it's not a standard yeah it's yeah and it's also true it's like not people who actually done it like yeah. it's just people who don't have kids yet and because and yeah and because also because and because it's an opt-in option you have to pay more premium yeah. in order for you to be able to actually stay I just, in the I just, hospital i just also felt in our experience that it was like obviously they're focused on the woman because the woman is the patient basically the woman and the baby right which makes sense for me but i just felt it it gave us a, a bit of Wait, the vibes like yeah, they didn't want you there yeah because they were constantly like oh is he still is he still staying is he staying another night it was like why would we pay for the family room if he goes home yes and and if he's here why don't you encourage us more to like show him how to do the nappy changes like teach him a lot more about the baby as well because he was actually in, in a way better physical state than I was <laughs> 
and, and that was a bit, I, and I think it's interesting because that's that's the source, right? That's the hospital, that's the professionals on like yeah. birth and child care. I, and, and even there, like, they've already divided such a, like, the inequality. Like, yeah. Like the treatment, not, maybe not equality, like the treatment between the mother and the father. Father, yeah. And like, what is it? What is the ex- expectation of the father and what is the expectation of the mother? Yeah. And, and it, and it, and I guess to me, it, I think because what what I guess what, when our friends told me that they were gonna they were doing when they went through the process of having this, of their kid, um, <laughs> one person literally went to went to hospital. What they both went to hospital, and because the child was it looked like it wasn't gonna be there yet that day, he was just informed to go home. He went home and it wasn't and he that and was told to come back the next day. And it wasn't until he came back the next day that she was by the time he came in she was already already kind of like looking to be pushing and stuff like that. Well, it's so weird to me because it all it like it this already like manifest this whole narrative of like oh it's like giving birth and laboring is a women's only issue of, of course it's like women or people with female reproductive organs going through this but that doesn't mean man can't man can't take part of it and it doesn't mean men shouldn't know what's going on and all yeah. these things you know uh, because I think being with your partner throughout labor also helps you to understand why recovery might take as long as it does. Yeah. And the difficulties of recovery if you've seen the, the labor and the birthing experience itself. But I think but I think the thing that always the thing that always baffled my mind was the was because obviously when my friend was telling me he basically said well after the baby was born he would have to then leave the hospital once it's uh, visiting hours were over come back and the next day so, that and, is so weird and you asked and my point and the thing I always ask myself the question of okay maybe maybe that's how maybe that's how the hospital technique like to have it or like to put it on and therefore do those are the rules but I paid extra for the fact of me being able to stay and my expectation was I would be able to stay with the at least comfortable in, I mean, you pay enough to the nose that it feels like you were staying at a hotel and they give you like this foldable bed that's like on floor level right so you have to imagine I have a normal bed a normal hospital bed and you have this like low bed it's basically just a mattress on, like, that a barely fit on into the belly. room yeah they had to roll it in and out and on these like it was very screechy yeah so when Tony even had to down, get up he would like with, almost wake the baby, baby back. up oh, and it's like, like Jesus and don't then, get me wrong I understand the woman getting maybe the more comfortable bed because she's yeah, of course hot, I'm absolutely fine with like, that like come on and then the and then because the, then what the other part was also that like um I when I had to when I had to use the toilet, I had to I I couldn't oh, yeah. I had to, I couldn't just use the toilet on the same floor. I had to go all the way down to the to the um to the entry toilets where you first come in. Yeah, you basically had to take an elevator yeah. and go like three or four floors down because there was not one single male mm, toilet yeah, on the, or on like the, a visitor the toilet or on the, at the top. On the ward. And what was funny was 
what was funny was the first night I slept there kind of day, I, I, I had to go I had to go to toilet really bad around 7 a.m. So I was gonna go to toilet, come back and go back to this bed. By the time I got downstairs, peed and come back up, they had they had already rolled up my bed and put it to the side because they thought because they just assumed, oh well, it's 7 a.m. You know, we do We need this. He's done, basically. he's done, that's yeah. it. You know, and they, like, they thought you might just like leave and go to work. And I was just like, wow, okay, so yeah. and it was so a lot for me is that like and the, but for, but as far as I'm aware, we had, we paid extra to you in order for me to stay in the hospital and stuff like that. So that's why I could stay after hours with you. But even with, as and the the most oddest and most annoying thing for me was as well is that like you're going through labor mm-hmm. you're tired you're exhausted you, you, the reality is you you need me as a constant source of of, of encouragement and of strength right mm-hmm. so you are you, you're in bed and you're and you get to you know once they give you the epidural you're, you're sleeping you you can do that but if i'm going to stay there with you to try to help you try to support you and everything like that, and they don't even give me a bed. I had to literally. They don't I had to even give you a comfortable chair. Like yeah. Like on the delivery board <laughs> throughout labor, it was just sitting like on a, on a hardwood chair. Uh, and then and I, then I, I, I think we like drifting off now. And my and what I would do is, and my head would just do this. It would just jostle backwards, and like ah, and I would. I, I think I got one hour of sleep when when it actually happened. When during that yeah, time, well, Tony had such a tough tough time, but I, <laughs> I, I, I was. He was in, I, and I practically delivered the child. Okay. Anyway, but the 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 thing that I'm really trying to. The point I'm, I guess I'm trying to drone home is a lot of these are like, it just, it always, it, I think the thing that plays in my mind is the idea that when people, when, like, when these hospitals, you know, like, is he going to stay another day? Is he going to, well, I asked, I guess my answer to them would be if my, my girlfriend, if my girlfriend, my wife, that we are first time, we are first time parents and everything, if my girlfriend, my wife is going through this, and my humble child is going through this hard like a life labor event kind of thing. What? Why would I not be here? What, where, where? Where else do I need to be? Where would I go home and I go home and stare at the wall for a minute, not knowing what's going to happen? Like, if there is one event in your life where you have a place to be, that's it. <laughs> like. <laughs> you know yeah but anyway I, I think it's, it's like the whole hospital experience maybe we'd, we'd brief it off a bit by now but I think it's a good like way to maybe end this episode of like of show how, how early already the expectations that we had and the expectations that yeah, put so on us from the outside uh, were so different yeah, yeah. As, as part of this we had already had like different expectations coming into hospital of how yeah. we were treated as equals and like the expectations will be uh, the same on us and we just experienced the expectations being a bit different of like yeah. oh the father shouldn't like the father comes for the happy moment and then he he like has to work obviously and the woman learns how to feed the baby and to change the baby and to dress the baby yes and her, that and that is the, the duty of the woman and therefore yeah. the father is just there to just kind of i don't know um take pictures <laughs> you know I mean? so, yeah yeah Hi. Yeah, so I guess on that, but I guess what I, I just wanted to say is, you know, 
maybe don't just look at the father changing a diaper and think, oh, well done, dad. Mother doing a job. Yeah, and remember that it's an insult on the mother and the father. Yeah, it really is. You know, praise is good, but like praise both at the same time. Praise both. There there is not not even a need to praise Jesus. <laughs> the baby. Now, I also think one one last thing I want to say, and then we end this, is I think it's an ongoing process. You know, we're still in the very early stages with a three month year old, and I think the older they get, and the more part of society they become as well, like we're going to childcare, kindergarten, school, whatever, the more you will always be confronted with other people's expectations, society's expectations. Like there is there is a lot of pressure. And uh, it's, it's an ongoing process. And I think it's important to like self-reflect and just oh, like always ask yourself, do I know the whole situation or do I just see a fraction of it? Like yeah, you know, the judgment withhold judgment till you know the till you know the whole story. Yeah, or withhold like don't judge. Just oh, just like one more thing. Like if you don't have kids, you're not even allowed. Like. And I was like this when I didn't have kids. I definitely did judging. But it's like, you're not even allowed to judge because you, like, I'm sorry, but you really don't know. (laughs) That's, I guess, yeah, yeah, that's very true. You're allowed to help and to support and to be understanding and to be curious, but you're not allowed to judge someone. Yeah, I can, I can, yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. On that, on that uh, ending point. Amen. (laughs) Bye. Bye.